Buckle up! This podcast is going to be all about the journey. Hi, I'm Clara, your host of Talk Journey to Me podcast. I'm so glad you're here. This podcast really stemmed from the thought that everyone comes from a different background and how they have handled their highs and lows of life. Join us as we dive deeper into my guest's story. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Journey to Me. I have the amazing Allie Stifler on with us today. I'm so excited that you're here and you get to talk about your journey with my lovely listeners. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. I'm so excited too. Um, And I don't know what part of your journey you're going to talk about, but before we get into that, I would love for you to tell my listeners that may not know who you are um, and what you do. So enlighten us. Yes. So I am a mom boss. I own Type A Consulting, and we are a small team of virtual assistants that support primarily female small business owners with their um, administrative and marketing needs. And we also help them integrate strategic time-saving systems. I am all about having great time management skills. So we try to help our clients manage their time wisely. Oh, so good. Everybody <laughs> needs everybody needs a VA in their life, especially <laughs> with like these crazy moments um, that we're in. So what part of your journey do you want to talk about? Um, well, I think I would love to talk about my journey from going from corporate America and being a full-time executive assistant and really making the shift into owning my own business. Um, and not just because I wanted to be my own boss or choose who I'm working with, but really I made that decision and that shift for my family and my son. So I want to empower other women or parents um, to put their families first and know that um, you can create your own business and be successful at that, but also put your family first and not have to work crazy hours (laughs) and be exhausted um, in the corporate world if you choose not to. Right. And I think that's something like I definitely had I don't even have a family it's just my dog and I had to like think things through of like I want to be able to go to the dog park and I want to be able to like go see family when I want to and not feel like I'm jeopardizing a paycheck for that extra day off or whatever um so strategically like placing and leaving that corporate job that then felt like it was sucking the life out of me Yep. Yeah. It's, that's how I felt too. (laughs) And I just, I really wanted to just be there for my son and kind of the breaking point for me was he was in daycare like 55 hours a week because I had to commute 45 minutes to work. I worked at least 40 hours. I had to commute back. Um, And the breaking point for me was I picked him up from school one day and I was always like the last parent to show up, which mm. like just make, made me feel like crap. Um, but that's the best that I could give at that time. So I had to also give myself grace. Um, but he was like, mom, everyone else's parents were at my class party and you weren't. And that was kind of the moment for me. And I was like, wow, like I need to make a shift. I need to make a change. I need to put my family first, you know, this job that's paying me 
a mediocre salary is not worth it. Um, so that was kind of the breaking point for me. And I, I know that a lot of other parents have had very similar experiences too, but they don't know the solution to how to make that shift and that change. Right. And I feel like kids even, they have like a sixth sense yes. of everything. Like <laughs> how in the world did he know? Like everybody else was there, but you, and it's that feeling of like, Oh, I already have the mom guilt. Like now, now what? Yep. Yeah. So then with the transition, how do you think, like, obviously it's a scary, it's completely scary to leave something that's stable, has insurance, has all the things you need. Like, how did you kind of get over those fears and then move forward to obviously being your own boss, which is amazing? Yeah. So I think the most important part of any transition in your life is establishing your why and why you're doing something. And if you're super clear in that and you're confident in that, then you're going to make whatever this goal is, you're going to achieve it. Um, So even though it was hard and like for, so I gave myself three months to make the transition from my executive assistant position to becoming um, the owner of type A consulting and launching that business. And I worked like a lot of extra hours. Like I worked for a meal prep company. I like was growing my savings. Like it was hard. Like I worked even more during that three months. Um, so it was kind of like I was taking step backwards, but I kept remembering my why. I'm like, if I do this now, make this sacrifice for three months, three months from now, I'm going to be quitting my job. I'm going to be, you know, only working, you know, 30, 35 hours a week, be spending more time with my son, not having a commute. Um, so I think you just have to establish your why. And even though it's hard and the transition might be difficult, it's totally worth it. Right. So how did you, obviously, your why is your son. Mm-hmm. How do you, for someone who may be like me, that doesn't have something that they're taking care of, like yeah. keeping alive, um, how would you, or someone that is, that then like maybe their kids, I mean, are a priority, but then they're like, yeah, I take care of them. We're good. Like, how do you think someone can walk through figuring out their why? Um, I mean, I think your why can be a number of things. And I like, I think also beside, you know, being there for my son, I think the other half of my why was like my mental health. Because Mm -hmm. and I think that a lot of people, no matter if you're, you know, a parent, if you have a family, if you don't, you know, no matter your situation, like your mental health can be your why. If you're struggling, Mm -hmm. if you're just stressed out, if you are not, if you don't have passion for what you're doing and you just feel like you're dragging yourself to work every day, like that right there can be your why. Like you just want to be happier. And then you list the things like what happiness means to you. Maybe that's taking Mm -hmm. vacations or not working evenings and weekends. Maybe it's working from home. So your why can be anything. I love it because any, we always go back to like what our hopes and dreams and goals are and like what's the real reason behind it. Like taking more vacations is kind of like the big goal, but like why do you want to take more vacations? So I love digging deep into all of those things and especially myself because I'm like, 
I just want time to myself, but then I yeah. still want time with others at the same time. Um, so I definitely love that. So then yeah. have you, since leaving like corporate, have you ever thought of like going back? <laughs> no, I mean, I have, I haven't ever thought, I don't, I mean, it crosses your mind because with anything you do, things get hard. Like I've, my business is two and a half years old, you know, mm-hmm. in anything you do, it gets difficult and you're like, well, I could just, you know, collect a salary and my income could be predictable or, you know, have healthcare benefits, you know, like that's a huge expense too. But then I think back to it and I'm like, no, none of those things are worth it. <laughs> you know, like creating my own schedule and working with who I want to work with and, you know, really having your own business, it's scalable. Your income is actually endless um, because you can always take on more work or increase your prices. Um, so I think that while, you know, the corporate type job definitely has benefits, um, I've found a way to have those benefits within my own business, I guess. Right. Kind of play the system in your own way. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I mean, you kind of make up your own rules on what you really want to do. And it's crazy, even with health benefits, like with, I think my benefits are only like, I'm getting more and I'm only paying like $20 more a month than I was like to the corporate job. And I'm like, huh. Who knew? Yeah. Cause you think it's going to be like outrageous, which I mean, it's not cheap either. Like you said, but like, at least it's still doable. Exactly. Yep. Nothing's impossible. <laughs> right. For sure. Um, how with your business, obviously you have multiple VAs. So how do you think kind of that executive assistant job helped you with what you're doing now? Yeah. So I think that my experience, because I was an executive assistant, is why I became a VA. Like without having that experience, I never would be where I am right now. So I am super grateful because in that role, I really learned that I loved being a support person for other people and helping, you know, the clients at the time or my boss at the time, you know, have he had these ideas and really just helping bring those ideas to life. Um, and like the organization of like creating the actionable steps of doing that, like, that's just something that I really enjoyed and just being organized and good with time management. I learned a lot of skills and learned what I was good at there. And that directly reflects into being a virtual assistant and having a team of my own. Um, because I think in order to have a successful business and have, you know, other people under you or supporting you that you have to have good time management skills. You have to have experience managing other people or projects. So I absolutely think that without my experience as an executive assistant, I wouldn't be where I'm at with my business. So I am thankful for it, (laughs) but I'm glad I'm here where I am now. (laughs) Right. Um, That's so good. So then with your team, is that like the main impact you want to make on everything? Yeah, I just want to empower other people to, you know, create their own businesses. I help have helped train other people to become virtual assistants as well. Um, 
And a lot of the VAs or a few VAs on my team are moms too. So I want to show them that you can still be there for your family, but also have this super successful career. Um, so I just want to share my knowledge and my experience so I can help other people, you know, go down this journey as well, if they're interested. Right. It's so good. <laughs> Everybody needs a VA. And like, they do. <laughs> okay. So even with the word VA, cause this is very controversial. So maybe I'm opening a mm-hmm. can of worms, but like, it's not just a glorified secretary. Let me tell you. Yep. It's not like a whole nother world like yes you can have a VA that does the minimum type task but there's I feel like there's so many different levels of what a VA does based on their experience level but then like even an OBM can completely like change your whole business yeah so do you have any thoughts yeah I mean I think the term virtual assistant is super broad um like it can be anything and everything. And when people ap- approach me and ask, you know, how I became a virtual assistant, what types of skills do you need? I literally just tell them, I'm like, write down all of the skills you currently have. And I guarantee that some of your skill set and experience would translate into you becoming a virtual assistant. Um, because some focus on just building courses or social media marketing, email marketing, administrative mm-hmm. tasks, you know, onboarding, offboarding clients like really the skills and the services that are offered um, by virtual assistants can be, it's very broad. Um, but I think that every VA kind of finds the skill set that they really love and are good at and have experience mm-hmm. in. So there's a VA for everyone. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. And you may have multiple they want. Yep, exactly. Yep. Because so I feel true. like that's, that's with mine is I, I normally have like, I think I have two steady ones and then I add like a third that just kind of does project based. Um, and I like to test them at first. Like I give them my canvas stuff and I'm like, okay, now make this how you think on brand. And I give them all the information and I easily found out like one was very creative and one was very logistical. So I was like, okay, the logistics person is not touching my Canva anymore because it's not, it wasn't what she was passionate about and it's not, it wasn't her zone of genius. Um, So I like to, that's how at least I go through my BA process. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. And I think it's so important that even though a virtual assistant can do multiple things, it's important to find a VA that has a passion for what you're doing and your business is doing but also has an interest in the types of services they're going to be doing for you. Um, because if it's not, then the VA is not the perfect fit for you. Mm-hmm. Completely. You don't want to like leading a horse to water and trying to make it drink if it ain't thirsty. Yep. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anybody who is looking for a VA or needs the extra support, where can they find you? Yeah. So you can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Type A Consulting is my business name. And my name is Allie Stifler again. Um, And we also have a website as well. Typeaconsulting.com. Easy peasy. I like when it's all streamlined and it's like, it's just this. Yep. All you have to look for. It's so perfect. 
So thank you again for coming on the show and sharing part of your journey and obviously diving more deep into the VA world. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for having me. It's been so nice. I know. It's great. And I'm so, I love sharing everybody's stories and it's so great to be able to see like the impact we've already done um, at this moment of the recording. We are at 250 downloads which is crazy because I haven't even been live for a month. (laughs) That's so awesome. Congratulations. It's so good. So, and thank you to my listeners. um, If you're still here, because I appreciate you so much. So enjoy the next episode.